A word before we jump in, this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned. Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. As always, I am Nick. And I'm joined by two others who are very bashful, as you well know, Julie and Emma. Hi. <laughs> Today we are sponsored by Alaska, also known as Alaska Thunderfuck 3000, because the thunderclaps have been a-rolling to the point that each and every one of us, save Julie, because she is the best of us all, have experienced a power and Wi-Fi outage. So... Gosh darn, did we power through this episode? <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, amen. Julie, what did we talk about today? Drag race, drag race, drag race. All-star side. Yeah. And Canada's drag race, which I watched in its entirety. Other people fell asleep. Not well, to name names. Well, okay, Nick. how do you how do you feel about that? I feel a boot great. Me and Brooklyn Heights, we feel great about it. It's a boot fantastic. I'm so sorry you didn't get to finish it. It was like, it was house down with boots level amazing. I hear. Fantastic. Because you spoiled it for me, but like, whatever, it's fine. Well, we talked about the state of affairs in the world, my Gilmore girl, <laughs> yeah. my addiction to consumption, the fact that I watch and listen to more things than any human should, and my brain can't even hold on to it anymore, but I don't care. It's just a fun amalgamation of this world and then all of the efforts that we take upon ourselves to remove ourselves from this world. And that's takes for you, and we're happy you're along for the ride. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. You know how long it's been since I had to listen to someone else poop? It's been amazing. Oh. I mean, I love that job. I was so grateful for it. But just the other day, I was reminded that I used to spend a good hour in a bathroom listening to preschool kids take a poop, and I do not miss it. I, don't, I miss the kids, but I, I don't ever need to hear anyone poop again. Is there a That's name fair. for that? Is there a poopophilia? Like, what's the opposite of I don't want a golden shower? I don't want you to poop on me. Fecal phobia. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because fecophilia is like, I love to smush the poopies on the wall. I think so. It's like you're into scat play if you want to, um, want to do that. Um, I remember when I just like innocently was talking about like scatting, like doo 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 boop, we're doing jazz music. And someone was like, Ooh, you're into that? I was just like, I mean, does anyone really like jazz or do they just say they do? <laughs> and then I learned a lot that day. And then the God spoke. Ba-ba-boom. And the thunderstorm. Yeah, so I am in my attic currently, my attic, my parents' attic right now, where I'm very close to a storm that threatens to consume me whole. Can't you um, just call it your third floor suite? <laughs> my ensuite. What's an ensuite? Is that well, like a bathroom that's means attached you have a bathroom, to bathroom, but I'm just saying you live in the third suite. I have a bathroom suite. too. You're on the penthouse. I live in large. You're on the penthouse suite. Penthouse. True, 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 true. Penthouse yeah. suite. I like that. Right? I like that too. I feel great. I live in my parents' third floor, but I got my own bathroom. Or, penthouse suite. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome over. I got my own bathroom. <laughs> I know. Terrifying. Terrifying. Terraforming. Let's change the planet. <laughs> that would so, be my that would be my drag queen name. Terraforming. I think there is a terraforma. I think there is someone with that drag name already. Is there? All right. Well, that's fine. Everyone's I doing mean, drag now. 
it was a good idea, but <laughs> taken. <laughs> um, speaking of drag, what a random topic. Did you watch any drag? <laughs> interesting. Um, we watched a good amount of drag content this week. Did you? Well, did you guys watch All Stars and Canada, or just All Stars? We watched the beginning of Canada, and then okay, here's here's the tea. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we should start with All Stars then. If you actually watched the whole program, I did watch. I was. Uh, yeah, I made it to that program. Yeah, Excellent. I was into that program. Were you so excited? I thought this was like the episode that brought us back from the dead. Yes. It was much needed, and it felt like there was the drug. So I feel like a lot of us have been living in a weird disappointment that Derek Barry went home so soon after most of us were questioning why he was on Drag Race to begin with. And I can see by your puzzled looks that perhaps I spoke <laughs> with too broad of a brush, and this maybe just applies How to How do me. you speak with a broad brush? <laughs> Just, I just fucking did it. Roll back the tapes. <laughs> I was not, I didn't, I, yes, you're right. We did want Derek Barry there for the shit stirring. But yeah. because he is so dislikable, I guess not in real life, but on RuPaul's Drag Race, it was like just desserts to see him go home first. Because he's like, I'm fucking amazing. And you're like, you're fucking gone. Bye. Yeah. Which I think, so I do love how the way, I do love the way that Naomi Smalls phrased it on her little kiki with Monet. It may have been on the exchange rate where she was just like, the producers or the storytellers or WoW Presents or whoever decided this, because obviously it wasn't the queen. This is a very carefully strategized program. Whoever selected Derek as the first going home made a huge mistake. Big, huge. Julia Roberts being plowed by Richard Gere level mistake. There was plenty of nonsense this week. But no, this week felt like a return to form. Nonsense that followed. I know, but I, it was enough. If Derek was going to be that extra on the first episode, like you need a little bit of a build. You can't just come out of the gate firing like that, especially against India, who at that time was the underdog. Now we all see what Derek saw, and we're like, bye. He was right. You were wrong. Get out. Bye. Um, that's how I feel anyway. I don't know. And if you ever wear that giant breastplate of low, giant boobs again, you should be injured. They are gross. I hate them. Yeah, I don't so know. I God, listen to that thunder. Well, other than that, this was a super fun episode. I literally cried. I'm just going to go in whatever order I feel like. Uh -huh. But when Shay started talking about people coming up to her at meet and greets and shaking roses at her, that is the meanest fucking thing I've ever heard. I know. And I, I cried. I was like, how could you do that? Shay is the nicest, and that is cruel. Uh-huh. And then when RuPaul was like, there's no more bottom. Like, there's no more top. If you're not a top, you're on the bottom. I literally, in my apartment alone, was like, gag. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is the best episode ever. I'm crying. I'm yelling out loud. Shay wins. They are, they are going for all the fucking twists and turns. It's just like, y'all. It's like real. I just loved him. Like, Heidi in Closet. Heidi, whatever her name is. Heidi Aphrodite now. She, I loved her and her talking head. It's just super real. I was not as no. attracted to her, but that's a personal problem. Anyway. Um, well, she's a child. Hiding closet. to me, because I'm old? No just, no, just in compared to just like. First you're correcting my Yiddish, and now you're talking about this? No, like compared <laughs> to me, too. Don't shake your head at me. And I you will come over there <laughs> in the COVID. Um, okay, first of all, please wear a mask. I have several. And then maintain six feet of distance. And then, I guess, just bitch slap me from afar. <laughs> just... I know, just like fill a glove with water and then throw it at me. <laughs> we call that a COVID bitch slap. So, no, I'm just saying just in general, she's like 23, 24. That's very young. That's young for me. And I am also very young. <laughs> I'm a Mitzia flower. I'm just a little child. I'm like 30. Me. So do we care that um, whoever went home last week voted for herself? 
Like, I don't give a shit. If you realize you shouldn't be there, mayhem, and you promised India you would never write her name down, you vote for yourself to leave, I could care less. Bye. I don't love it. I just don't love how frequently it's happening. I feel like it happened once, it'd be a gag, but the fact that all of these people are just like, nah, it feels more like I'm afraid, I'm like trying to control my edit and my storyline, and you know how the fans are gonna react, and I, this fan does not react well to this situation, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, it's just another thing you have in common with Shea Coulee, who is not pleased. She's like, someone could have been here. Like, Derek Barry would have cut someone's face to stay there. Exactly. I just, like, <laughs> I feel like everyone's just like, I just wanted to show my drag and have one more opportunity. And it's just like, the amount of following that Drag Race has now has probably waned because there's so much drag. But it was, it's very close to its peak still. And you have so much attention and so much ability to make a name for yourself. And for people to come on and be like, I feel like the tides are turning. Yeah, gosh, the tides are turning for me. As in, like, <laughs> there are tides running through my room right now. <laughs> I feel like that book, Emma, and I read as a kid where it would constantly rain in that young witch's room. No clue. <laughs> Saved by the thunderclap. So let's get to this ridiculous snatch game of love. Um, Do you prefer this over the actual Snatch Game? What are your feelings on the fact that it's not a traditional Snatch Game? Where do you land? If it's funny, it's funny. I could care less. Heard. Juju B and Shea Coulee were so great. So I don't give a crap good. what format it's in. <laughs> Blair St. Clair, Miss Cracker, and India Farrow were so bad. I could care less. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and RuPaul's weirdness... Hated it. Ah, Hated it. Not here for that. It made me uncomfortable. No, I was... Nick didn't watch. I couldn't. And it was like the first time I think RuPaul said, my husband and I do this like on an episode. So it's like the first time he's talking about his husband and then being weird. I don't know. It just felt... It didn't feel good. Predatory. Yeah. It did feel predatory. Especially coming on the heels of the whole crystal thing that felt like it was pushing the boundaries and just like here's this powerful person, pretty much the only preeminent mainstream star of this entire subculture of society who has a lot of power because of that doing some off-kilter things that made the final edit of his show just like i don't it was very disquieting well and did you see that the day of the show rupaul wiped out all his social media of all kinds yeah what was that he must be releasing an album oh i thought it was because people were going to come for him over the jeffree star thing oh like, maybe if you're going to cut out sherry pie why wouldn't you cut out when jeffree star it's not even like india was good you could just be like India Farah did a terrible impression of Jeffree Star, and he's been canceled. So we're going to give money to the Trevor Project and bye. Yeah. I mean, he's been canceled so many times. The fact that he continues to have a career, it's because he doesn't own up to it. Like, if you have a decent moral human and you bring up something that's happened in their past, they'll be like, fuck, yeah. And they actually get canceled, canceled. The fact that he's like, I mean, so what? And keeps moving and going forward because there's no shame. But Well, do you know Jeffree Star well enough to know if India did any justice to his character because I don't know him that just seemed weird and it wasn't funny just like you said like I didn't know Alexis's character but he still made it exactly still able to make it funny well I also love how like <laughs> I'm not trying to come for Rue too hard it, he, va- he may very Put well have known down. he may very well have known who Walter Mercado was but there was this nondescript <laughs> blonde wig and he immediately was like oh my god Walter Mercado and it's like, stop looking at the cue cards off screen. Clearly someone researched that for you. It's chill. Like, you would not immediately, instinctually see that wig and think Walter Mercado. In my estimation, perhaps Rue is just very familiar with Puerto Rican psychics. <laughs> Who look a lot like Siegfried and Roy. 
combined. Both of them Totes. combined. Yes. <laughs> After the Into tiger one attack. Sigroy. Nice. Well done. So, Good wordplay. I don't Solid. know. He could have just made Jeffree Star funny and not. That's like, the thing. Just it's like, like Alexis did. Just make it him funny. Even, we don't care. It doesn't even need to be true to the character, honestly. Like, if it's funny, it doesn't fucking matter. You could still be like, that was a bullshit impression, but it made Rue laugh. That's all that matters. And it doesn't take a lot to make Rue laugh. Oh, my God. It really doesn't. <laughs> that was a lot of... <laughs> I know. It was super canned laughter. And I don't I do like the... Uh, my power just flickered. Mine did, too. Emma's gone. <laughs> oh, shit. Emma, no. <laughs> Come back. You can blame it all on me. Baby, come back. Uh-oh. First, we lost you. We've lost all the Cotters, man. Mr. Cotter. So, would it be rude to take this moment to get another White Claw? Or... As long as you're not going to be gone, like, sanitizing the house for 45 minutes, I say do what you got to do. Julie, I don't know my destiny. Can you see her? Yeah, she's back. <laughs> and your reaction was... was a scream, I know. That was a Nick Cotter. <laughs> ah! <laughs> what? Fun. She said it with her whole chest. There's so much happening. I also loved how excited you, Julie, were that Emma was back, and it felt like mostly excitement because Emma's amazing, but also, thank God I don't have to listen to this troll. That is 100% not what I was thinking. I was thinking. How many percentage points are there, though? Because some people use a thousand. Um, we have reached that point in the pandemic where I have started a Gilmore Girls re rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you already made it through all of Law and Order SVU. So. I know. Well, I've gone from murder, murder, murder to. That fast talking to <laughs> Sam <people>. Phillips. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't hit that skip skip intro button any faster. Whoever <laughs> created skip intro, I hope you are a bazillionaire. All the ridiculous things people invent when skip intro comes up or skip recap, I am as happy as I could ever be. I love the Gilmore Girls song. It's fine, but I don't need to hear it for all 285 episodes. So la la, bye bye. Julie Bankoff. Julie, I think your drag queen name, like drag king name, should be skip recap. I think that'd be super fun. It's not bad, except it makes me think of Skip the Man with Women's Hips. Well, you have women's <laughs> hips because you're a woman. That was our original love. And I know Emma and it I was. both listened to all the Gilmore Guys podcasts. We could do such a better job if we ever decide to, because one of us, both of us like, all of us like the show, and none of us are crazy Christians who are actually homosexuals, and I don't know why I care. But <laughs> Because they're, okay. When I don't I, know why I care. What do I care if Kevin Porter identifies as gay? I don't know why I care. I what I like, what I always want to do is someone, which like, again, I'm not trying to out anyone. Outing is vicious and cruel and should be reserved for Lindsey Graham. But if I just want to see, see where someone's at, I would like to wear a shirt that says Sean Cody. Do either of you know what that is? Nope. Exactly. Because you are straight women. Sean Cody is sort of like the big gay porn site that like everyone's seen a Sean Cody porn if they're gay. And if they look at that and they're like this and they keep an eye out for Selena while looking straight at it, you know. When you know, you know. And that's a great way to know. When you're watching the porn, do you like to watch the guys with the big ones or the little ones? I like it with subtitles so I can really hear the full experience. <laughs> um, I like a narrative and a plot point, And I like as little nudity as possible. I like, I think what I like is soap operas. 
Um, mine was a callback to the Tiger King. I don't really care what you think about um, <laughs> the porn that you're watching. I was being funny. Oh, I too was being funny. <laughs> Humor. I have it and <clears throat> utilized it to perfection. I bet Thank those you. tigers are not doing well right now. I'm sending oh, love I mean, to the tigers. Well, I love when they started saying, like, well, these tigers and these zoos have COVID. I was like, how do you have tests for the tigers and not for, like, any people? <laughs> it's just bullshit. And the test that's out there is only 70% accurate, which is insane. Like, I was talking to my primary care physician, and she was just like, yeah, no, like, through tears. <laughs> yeah, no, so, like, the tests are only 70% accurate. So one in three pretty much is wrong. Um, but it's better than nothing. And then I hope that, like, they're shutting down the testing center that you're going to and these other testing centers. And I hope some other plans are in motion. Otherwise, like, it'll be chaos. And I'm like, oh, my God, baby girl. Will it be chaos? What do you know? <laughs> Should I get toilet paper? Because <laughs> I will. You my know, favorite the pandemic, I was like, all natural. I don't want to put any poison or toxins on my skin. And now basically, like, maybe Trump's right. Just inject the like, solid <laughs> in my butt. Just do it. I don't even know. Can I take a bath of bleach? Like, what are we doing? Seriously, I went from, like, we using too much hand sanitizer creates a super bug. And yeah. we don't want to do that. Now I'm just like, <laughs> opulence. Rub it in the skin. Like, the only time I'm not applying hand sanitizer is when I'm walking to another thing of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Flavor flame. Look no, at that. I, Full circle back to All Stars 5. Woo! <laughs> that was beautifully done. I mean, we made it back. We made it back. Flavor and flame. Like, <laughs> and I was like, anyway, so back to what I was talking about. Um, yes, yeah, so Flavor Flame, a.k.a. Shea Coulee, brutal, won the Snatch Game. Well deserved. Now, people are saying they thought Juju should have won, and I thought they were both great. I so I. Oh, they were so fun together. So I fun. think I think Juju gave the best line possibly in Snatch Game history, and Shay gave one of the best performances and certainly the best performance of that night. And the furthest from who it seems like Shay is. Juju right? seems like she could be at the kid anytime. I'm going to turn the thermostat to a very... So fuck. <laughs> Which, like, as of the recording of this podcast, has 1.4 million views on Twitter. What does? Her moment. Shay, or... Er, Jujubee's moment as Eartha. Oh. Yeah, it was funny. It was great. It was so funny. It was so fucking funny. And I loved her runway. I thought, in my mind, when you said prom, that's what I was thinking. Big hair, poofy gown, super fun. Um, I can't believe that Michelle Visage looked at Shea Coulee's outfit and was like, I see a little bit of Carrie and your finale. I'm like, I don't see it. And he even told me. I, I know. It. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I thought Blair Coulee. I thought Blair Coulee. Uh, I thought Blair St. Clair looked great. Again, was it the challenge? I don't know. Didn't uh, Katya wear that in the Babyham Lincoln outfit that he wore? Very similar, yeah. I, Blair is just missing the mark, and I think it is that same immaturity. Like, I want to do something that's different so I stand out from everybody else, but if it doesn't authentically Me, make sense, it isn't exactly, great. Exactly, right? It just isn't yeah. great. It's not great. It's just not great. And then well, she, she took off her hat, which was like a nod back to Sasha, you know, with the crown. Yeah. 
I mean, she just came in and was like, I'm hot now. And that's just her now. It's like, I'm hot and I'm different and I'm sexy and I'm unique. And like, all of her looks are objectively fantastic. She looks great. They're not hitting the mark, though. I mean, the fact that you're yawning is telling. Her outfits are not hitting the mark. I've had so much caffeine today. I should be bing, bang, booming off the walls, but I'm not. Um, We'll get there. But sometimes it has the opposite effect. Yeah. The storms, Um, I know. Who was the guy that you didn't like who was one of the hosts? Not Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, but the other guy, Tommy. Tommy Dorfman, I'm not a huge fan of, and I have no reason to dislike him. I just don't. But his outfit on the Snatch Game of Love with, like, the belt that pulled over, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I love it. And I think it's amazing, and I think everyone should wear it. I think it should be the uniform of the future. Men, women, non-binary people are going to look amazing. Everyone's going to have a little shin waist. I could wear tights under it so you don't have to see my leg damage. I want that outfit real bad. Well, and it looks cozy and comfortable. Oh. And then Alexis is like, he's got a belt. I could tell. I knew it. You're like, okay, good job. Good job, Victor. Well, so, Alexis also did amazing because she was surrounded by two duds and she was true. consistently so, hilarious. Like when Cracker is, answered the question and she's like, bitch, that was my question. I was like, oh, Shiza. She was so, I, so, Where was right. Cracker's head? <laughs> not there. Because right not now my, my front runners are Alexis, Shay, and Jujubee because I really feel like Snatch Game separates the pretenders versus like the actual Stop. contenders. And I know, but if Shay's in the bottom next week, if you're smart, you're going to get rid of her. I don't know that anyone still will because they're so afraid of the fandom, and the fandom will be like Shay was robbed again. Is anyone really mad at Naomi Smalls for getting rid of Monday Night on? Yes, she Are gets. <laughs> she and that's yeah, like yes. Oh well, I'm not, so I just figured no one else is. No, well, and I'm one of them, and she does. She's like forever linked with Manila now, and I think people are like, "Fuck." I don't want that to happen. I don't want to be linked with Shay forever and be like, I robbed her of this. But then again, like Trixie, because it was the public vote, she's not like, well, Shangela would have destroyed you, which she would have. Uh, By the way, guess who has a new podcast about Canadian drag race? Manila Luzon and Latrice motherfucking Royale. It's called The Chop. Oh, that's... Wow. I do... It's great. Except so, that Latrice talks like this the whole time. And Manila may be in her closet. And I'm like, do you have an engineer? I'm like, do you have a sound engineer? Are you both at halfway? We put our mics at halfway before we start this because Because really <laughs> we're what? Professionals. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what the answer was. Because we're what? Doing what Emma tells us. <laughs> Emma and know, Phil, thank God. Latrice should read uh, audiobooks for a living because his voice is so soothing and he's really funny. Anyway. Do you know who else has a soothing voice? Latrice Royale and Maggie Gyllenhaal. I once listened to the entire Bell Jar just because she narrated it. And I was like, this is so soothing. And I was like, oh, but also kind of sad. Yeah, why not just take a pen to your wrist? That sounds terrible. Because they take the pens away from you once you're checked in. Now you've brought up the Holocaust and nothing can be funny again. I was actually talking about my own personal experience. I know. Psychiatric work. I know. But didn't you ever see on Sex in the City? Maybe you didn't see that. But at one point, I didn't watch Sex in the City. Oh my God! Well, it's ter- I'm sure it's awful now. But at okay. one point, she's talking to her boyfriend who's Jewish, and she's being silly about something, and he's like, "Well, something about the Holocaust." She's like, "Well, now you've brought up the Holocaust. I can't talk." About <laughs> Wait, that sounds like um, was that a Kristen line? Yes, that was a Charlotte impression. You, your inflection was fantastic. I immediately got it. It's my favorite line. You know, anytime that I can bring up. Sadness about being a Jew, I'll do it if I can. <laughs> I bring it up if I can. Um, so we haven't even talked about the drama. Like the the huge thing about this episode is is India lying? Is Alexis lying? 
what do you think? Usually I fucking hate drama. I have to look away from it. I can't handle it. But this season was just like so dry and I really just needed like a warm jus to dip my bread in. <laughs> and suddenly just the juicy drama came eking out of this episode. And man, did I slurp it up in a fucking feast. Wow. Was that the grossest metaphor that I could ever no, it make? it was great. Probably. I'm so glad you held on to it the whole way through. That was impressive. Man, licking my lips because it was so much fucking fun. It was just like, I love this kind of aggressive, no holds bar, not trying to create any sort of character for the camera. Because before it was like everyone was creating drama for the camera, and now it feels like everyone's holding back from drama so they don't get canceled by the fandom. And it's just like, I we overcorrected. And right now I need legitimate, like just like anger, rage, feelings, emotions. Get emotional. Get emotional. Throw some fucking red petals at Shay if that's what it takes to get so emotional. Never throw petals at Shay. If that's what um, it, it was my understanding, the gut feeling I was getting when they're like, let's talk, and Shay's like, I don't need to talk to anybody, that she was going to kick out Alexis because Alexis had gotten rid of, you know, had put her name down. Yeah. And then India, like a Julie, has to just start talking, and you're like, just, just shut up, and you would have been fine. There's and no now name. nobody knows if you're telling the truth or not, but nobody cares. Because that also, was just a dick move, so bye. I, I feel like WoW Presents is going to just keep everything super ambiguous and not reveal it because both of them are holding very hard to their line. Like Alexis is like, first of all, her line was absolutely iconic. Now I know why Derek hates you. (laughs) Ah! And that's one of the reasons why Alexis is like... Knife to the gut, knife to the gut. That is one of the reasons now that Alexis, who I loved on season three and has Mm -hmm. some of the most iconic lines ever in Drag Race history. Bam! Bam! Like, all of that is so stunning. And I feel like we finally gotten that from Alexis because she is one of those authentic queens. She's like a Heidi in Closet. She's like a Katya where she just says what's on her fucking mind and she may be playing a game, but she's honest about it and just like, yeah, this is exactly what happened. I'm not going to cover it up. I'm not going to politicize it. I'm not going to try to put this, like, super comfy produced veneer over it. These are my emotions. Go. All Star is really good at that challenge and just bullshit them in the bottom. And I'm like, yes. These are the raw emotions that I want. Everyone is too busy producing themselves a la Cracker, who I don't know why I still have some sort of favorable feelings towards her, but I do. Because India was more annoying, as is Blair. Blair seems like she's reading cue cards. I don't know what to believe anymore. What's true, you guys? You're just like, Blair... What is wrong with you? Cracker's over in the corner like, oh, I was in the bottom for sure. It was going to be the two of us shushing our way out of here, and now I've been saved. And you're like, all right, bye, Judy Garland. I got to go. Got to go. I got to go. So it's got to be Jujube, Alexis, and Shay in the top three. It just, it'll be amazing. I mean, I feel like the season has had a lot of twists without a lot of rewards so far, but yesterday, or whenever the fuck we watched it, Friday's episode, was just so good because it legitimately had all these, like, we don't know. No one's giving us the information. We may never know. It's sort of like a choose you an adventure that just ends and you have to use your fucking imagination. And I'm here well, for and, it. And they're still not letting it go because when India Farah was on, on What You Packin', she said, I did not lie. Mariah has said all over everywhere that India is lying and Alexis is saying India's lying. Who so. I believe both of them. And I feel like WoW presents her whom... No, I f- believe both Mariah and Alexis. Okay. I do not trust India at all. I know, but for like weeks later to still be... And when she left after her four H's, whatever the fuck she was talking about, and then she's like, Shay, I didn't lie. 
You're like, okay, maybe in the moment you're wrapped up in it, but on what you pack in a couple weeks later, like, what the hell, lady? Well, she just wanted, she did nothing memorable the entire season except a somersault. So as soon as that happened. Oh, uh, the hair whipping? Okay, so the hairography too was also great. So then, oh, I also wanted to say, you know who is authentic in every fucking bone in her body is Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. She came out and saw Shea Coulee, bit her lip and said, I can't beat her. I'm not a lipstick assassin like a Shea Coulee. She's like, I mean, I'll try. She's also not a lipstick assassin. She's one, she's one, two, she's lost two. No, but her, she was in the Vegas show and I saw a bunch of her rehearsals and stuff online and she looks like she can turn the party. Well, she's a dancer. She started yeah. as a backup dancer for Alexis Mateo and was like, I like what you're doing. Let's do that together. But I love, I, did you not think her earnest face, once again, my fan fiction, when she was like, oh, I can't be Shea Coulee. I mean. It was so cute. When she found out that she wasn't going to get any of the money, also yeah. hilarious. She was <laughs> kidding. She knew that. She looked amazing. Whoever the dermatologist is that Vanessa and Shay have been going to, send them my way. Stunning. Please. Help God me. Damn. Are they doing those vampire facials? Because they did not work for Trixie, <laughs> but they are working hard for both of them. Alyssa Edwards says them. Her skin, well, her skin scares me a little bit, but it looks good. But it also just look, looks too taut. Like a Gee. Robert Redford after he started wrinkling and then got a pushback. Mm. Or like, a, who was worse than that? Sean Connery. Was it Sean Connery? Who was the other really. one? Ah. The guy that um, Alexis Mateo was playing. Um, I don't know, but if I <laughs> ever am going to be able to like resist a YouTube wormhole that's like Alyssa Edwards' best moments from Ra- Drag Race, so I'm like, well, let's go. Come on. <laughs> right. And then the face crack of the century. I'm in. You want to talk <laughs> shit about Fifi? All right. Oh, Party City. Here we go. I'm like, oh, all right. Let's watch that lip sync between her and Chi-Chi. Uh, uh, not Chi-Chi. What's her name? Roxy? No, Coco. Oh, Coco, yeah. All of them, really. Yeah, then I go into the one with Roxy, then the Tatiana one. Like, I can't stop. I'm just... I mean, what is it? Alyssa Edwards, as a person, I don't know. But on that show, my God, I love her so much. I don't think we would be friends in real life. I think that I would would tire of her very quickly. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Most people do. Did you watch her, her reality show on Netflix? Absolutely not. But I have watched all those compilation clips as well. And they're fun. Well, you get to go to Beyond Belief Dance Studio with her. I don't want to so go there. And so you're I just like, would you let my six-year-old be around this terrifying man? I don't know. More so than Abby Miller, probably. Oh, my God. I wish you could do that at your job. She's the lady from Dance Moms. The, every day you go to practice and there's a pyramid of, like, who's rocks. So you're on the top or you're on the bottom. So great. And you're like 11 and there's one black girl just for diversity. Oh, Nia. And she makes her do all the jungle theme dances. I mean, it's terrible. Makes her wear an afro. Her mom is a doctor. Like, it's just awful. It doesn't have to be like this. And yet it is. Is she the one who does the drag queen dance, though? Because there's someone who does a drag queen choreographed moment on Dance Moms. I have no idea what that is. I mean, I don't. Abby Lee Miller was. Very large, then she ended up incarcerated, then she had some diseases, and now she's very thin, but she's been canceled because she. I like how most of it revolves around her weight. It's a big deal. (laughs) As I like to eat as people are starving, Abby Lee Miller likes to eat while small children are dancing their brains out. I do. Love that clip of her when she's in her little motorized scooter and someone's criticizing her and she just like keeps backing away and they just have a video of her zooming down the street. She's garbage. A garbage, garbage person. She she is America's Gemma Collins. A hundred percent. Watch Gemma Collins. Yeah, okay. I can tell you have it. 
I have and not. That was the assignment. Was it? Okay. Yeah. No, like, that's true. <laughs> um, when Shay wins and they're like, you get a seven night stay in Paris. And she's like, I was trying to think of something cute to say, but that's a really cute prize. I'm like, it is. It it's is. way better that's than true. a homemade latex outfit from Bob in his garage. So. I know. <laughs> You've got $2,000 to spend it. Wigs, wigs, wigs. <laughs> it can buy you 1.2 wigs. And why don't they use Courtney Act's company? Courtney Act is the best wig maker there is. She's the one that, I can't think of the name of the company, but she. Wigs by Vanity. Is it? Go, Emma. You're Go, so producer good. Emma. God. God damn. Truth boothing live, people. <laughs> I have a very random question for you. Yeah. In the Britney Spears dance video that I know we've all watched several times now. Yes. In most of her dance videos, her back, her lower back is sweaty. Or is that like shiny from a brand new trance stamp? You know, when you get a tattoo, you have to keep it real moisturized so that it doesn't dry out. So I've read in the magazines. Um, <laughs> but every time she does her head circle, turning, 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 her lower back is really shiny. And yeah. I don't know if it's from a new tramp stamp or a covered up tramp stamp or if that's just where she sweats. So I'm when go you sweat. Okay. I'm going to go with sweat too. When you sent me that video, <laughs> my God, I was like, it's like, Mr. Peanuts farewell tour. Take take ten. Cause she just like magics a cane out of midair. <laughs> it's just like vibing. Um, but it also made me really sad. Cause like is I this don't... new? Is she been putting out videos forever and I just haven't paid attention? Or yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause this is new she to has... me. So I'm thinking she's having some new crackdown because I haven't seen it in so long. No. Love so that. how many uh Let's, t let's do our gemstones on this before we move over to anything else. How many gemstones would you give this episode of All-Stars 5, everybody? Should we write it all in the chat simultaneously? Ooh, let's. That'd be really fun let's. for people who are not doing it. But you guys do it at <laughs> home, can, right? Come up with your own We can read number. it up. We can read it out. We can read it out. All right. Okay. And from 1 to 100, how many gemstones on this episode filled with magic? Okay. Are we ready? One, two, three, set. Last week, Emma put a 40 up there. Ooh, I, I gave it a 97, Nick gave it a 91, and Emma a 92. Nice. Nice. Those are strong scores. It was a strong make them, episode. It was make a very them laugh, strong. make them cry, make them move. All those things happened to me. I cried for Shay. I gagged for the new <laughs> twist. If you're not the top, you're bottom. And it's like, gosh, if that isn't the way it works in the gay community. I know. Like when India Farah said she was a power bottom because she's been in the bottom the last three times. I'm like, <laughs> It's like, I'm not doubting that being able to do such things is an immense talent, but so is like being on top. Anyway, it was just like, the whole thing was so fucking exciting and the amount of drama and the amount of twists and the fact that they kept coming at you, I was just like, I am sorry, Coco Chanel, but when I am about to leave the door, I put another thing on. Like, it's not editing. I don't want to edit it. I don't want all this editing. I want raw. I want authentic. I want emotion. I want drama. I want tears. I want anger. I want frustration. I want vilification. I want martyrdom. I, I want, want a this moment. to end. I what would moment. your Snatch Game character be? <laughs> um, I don't know. Someone who's been betrayed. Maybe Joan of Arc. <laughs> <laughs> Who should you be, Emma? What, my Snatch Game person? Yeah. So you... Maybe that'll be our assignment for next week my, to try the, and come up with Snatch Game characters. The ones I can think of off the top of my head are just the other Emma actresses, but I feel like I could do an <laughs> Emma Stone <laughs> or a Hermione Granger. Mm. I would want to be Gemma Collins right now in this moment. <laughs> could you make her funny since I don't know who she's she already is. funny? And I don't have to do a fucking her, thing. Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Hole did her. Cheryl Hole did her. 
And UK, yeah. And I think I could do it better. You have to do the voice, and my accent work is not great. But um, in the words of RuPaul, did you bring a backup? So my backup to that would I haven't really like thought about it in depth. I know there's so many copyright issues, so you can't do characters from TV shows most of the time. We're not really on RuPaul's Drag Race. We're just talking to each other. So if you want to do someone that's copyrighted, you I don't right believe in. it. I don't believe it. this doesn't this doesn't fit with my fantasy. Hashtag Valentina. In our fanfic. Well, if you had to do if you had to do a queen like another RuPaul's Drag Queen character, race character, who would you pick? That's a good one. I'm very. I wish talented. I were as wacky to do Katya because you really could just say anything. Yeah, her Bjork is one of my favorites. So when she funny. eats the paper, I just die. Like that's this kind of humor, I just love. I wish I could. Be, I wouldn't. I, I'd have to like sit down and think about like what would be funny. Like put this pen up my nose, you know. Um, I mean, Alyssa Edwards is the easiest because you just be like, oh, what uh, all the, oh, Barbara, please. I would just do all the same nonsense she did when she pretended to be Joan Crawford and then face cracking, you know, when like when Violet did it, not so great either. Yeah. But she's like, I he's know. got something. Oh, it's true to Duchess. Speak the truth. You know, you're just like, what yeah. are you talking about? But the way she says it is so funny. I would do Alyssa. Who would you do? I would want to do someone more obscure just because I feel like there's less pressure on that. Sad. Yeah. I mean, almost as sad as the fact that you didn't finish watching Canada's new drag race. So, I mean, <laughs> who Canada's were your favorite? drag race. Okay, so, like, I've watched enough to know who my favorite is. Who's your favorite? You know, I think that Canada has a different sense of humor than America, as did England. Sure. So, I think as I get to know them better, Look, I was so wrong about the last season, the season 12 of Drag Race, because I was so in love with Rockham Sakura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so in love with Rockham and with, um, I don't know, before it started. And then I ended up hating everybody. So I'm nervous. Um, Jacko does not make me happy, but I know that people like him. Jocko. Jocko? Anyway, I liked Boa. I didn't like Juicebox, and that is a terrible name, and I'm glad she's gone. I don't understand how Lemon was a backup dancer. I liked her. She's the one who got her caught on her tights, right? Yeah, she was a low-rent Sonique 10 years later. Uh, I thought she was cute. Yeah, Who'd she, she wanted to be a Victoria's Secret model, and instead she got some wings from Spencer Gifts and a shake-and-go wig and got herself out there. Who did she um, who'd she lose to? Oh, sorry. You didn't know she left. <laughs> no! <laughs> she That's why I was like, lemon. spoilers. Fucking Lemon. I do not like But Lemon is like, I was a backup dancer. I've won every single um, thing in America, and she really can't dance. Brutal. <laughs> Who did you like? Sorry, I'm Miranda. Sorry. Rutabaga? I like Jimbo. Ah! Everything How I far love. into the episode did you make it? Everybody just likes him because they think he's like a hot daddy out of costume. I do not think he's hot. I think he came straight from Whoville and looks a little <laughs> unsettling. But I think he's funny. Why? What happens later in the episode? You have to tell me now. Nothing. They they all have to craft their own outfits from like boxes of material from Canada, you know? Sure. So his outfit is really good. He does a really great job on making his outfit. But did you see the photo shoot? Were you still watching at that point? or did you? Yes, that was okay. so fun. When he climbs up and then immediately just starts screaming. <laughs> I thought they were all great. I was really impressed with how like versatile they all were up there in their shots they were taking. I was like, oh, I never would have thought to do that or that. Yeah. Or that. You wouldn't have thought to have your legs open. That would have been like the immediate drag queen go-to. 
I think it's going to be awesome. It's short. There's no commercials. We don't have to go before and after. There's none of the nonsense. Uh, I thought Brooklyn did a great job, and Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and um, Stacey McKenzie, who's awesome. I love them all. I think it's going to be so fun. I hope it's going to be great. I'm excited. <laughs> Amazing. I I'm hope that you two too. will watch as well, or not. I can just watch by myself. No, I will absolutely watch. Um, maybe. Who knows? But I will. We'll see. I won't. And the big celebrity guest host is Alicia Cuthbert. From ah! Like, happy they, endings! Yeah, happy endings. And they all are literally like, oh my god! Star quality. I'm telling you, they went bananas. I know they are way nicer people than we are, just period. Wild. Who do you think, like, of all the nationalities now, we've got Thailand, we've got um, Canada, and we've got the UK thus far. What other country would you like to see, and what country do you think has done best besides the U.S. in Drag well, Race thus far? I watched Thailand. I watched the first season of Thailand. There were the most creative people I've ever seen. So amazing. I don't know. I'm guessing you have an answer for this. I would like to see Drag Race in every country that has drag. Like, let's go. No, I would I don't love have to see some Aussies. I like an Australian accent, so I would definitely like to see those people. I like a British yep. accent. I like I like any accent really. There's South African. I love. I love all those accents. So I just want to see hot people dressed up good, being real catty and shit, dancing around a Madonna. I'll take it in any That's language. That's all we need. What's that? Brazil. Oh, Brazil drag race would be oh so Oh, my God. Good. Off the chain, right? They go bananas for drag down there. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, the biggest pop star is Pablo Vitar, who is a drag queen. Calm down. Really? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, but I Pablo know that v when the queens go down there, they are like filling out stadiums and thousands of people are there and celebrating them. Fantastic. I did not have an answer prepared for that, but it was sort of like how America's Next Top Model was the originator and then Australia's Next Top Model turned out to be the best one. Oh my God, it's amazing. And it's on Hulu if you ever need to watch it. Oh, so good. It's Talk so about good. Who says it like it is, Alex. That doesn't look expensive at all. You look cheap. She looks cheap. I like it luxury. It's not lux at all. <laughs> she looks terrible. It is so good. It is just like absolutely brutal, batshit crazy, amazing. Australia's Next Top Model, watch it. Fantastic. It's a it's a life. And they produced actual stars because they? they were yeah, they produced actual models that were successful outside of the show, legitimately. Um, because they were like, Hey, you're a size two, stop eating. Oh, yeah, they are really mean. They're like, She's a bit fat. She's a bit fat, isn't she? You're just like, Oh, oh my god, this girl's gonna die. It is brutal because Ty was just like all love, all inclusivity, which is becoming part of the modeling world now, which is lovely. But Australia was just like, here's the modeling world now. Um, you're going to have to lose 40 pounds because you're over 100 pounds. And you will go on a go see with this photographer who will try to inappropriately touch you. It's just part of the gig. So like, cool, we'll see you after. <laughs> We've come so far because I remember when Tyra did the season of short people, I was like, why are we doing this? I know. I was like, <laughs> and I consider never myself it. totally inclusive and diverse. And I was just like, I, these little people don't look good in the clothes. I know. Five like two. It. They cannot. And the whole thing was like, you have to look tall. You have to look tall. I was like, they are not though. They're not. They're not. Sunday is never going to look tall. Nicole never. is already five. You like, you picked the tallest short girl as the winner. Yes, exactly. So embarrassing. <laughs> you picked the one who was five, seven. It's like, these other girls didn't have a chance. You Not a chance in hell. You lied to them several times. Wild. Oh, it's a like, TM, how I love you. And you guys, uh, I know that I have no life, but you guys do or do not listen to Las Culturistas, which I've tried to make you listen to before. It's Bo and Yang and Joel Kim not, and Matt Rogers. So they did the 20, 200 biggest moments of culture on their podcast this week, which they thought they were going to do in one stint. It took 
three two-hour podcasts, and they were completely wasted by the end of the first one, drinking vodka and Red Bulls. So they had to come back the next day. But in their top ten was, we were rooting for you. We were, we all, were all rooting, rooting for, you. for you. Their number one moment in culture was when John Travolta introduced her as Adele Dazeem. Incorrect. I, I don't know that I would agree with. That's but incorrect. It's a really fun listen if you've got six hours and you can't sleep. Amazing. <laughs> it's the best. Dak Shepard did another great one this week. He had a, yes, I have no life, people. I work one hour a day, and I just consume content. But it was, he had this psychiatrist on from Stanford, whatever. Uh, but they had a really great talk about mental illness and getting rid of stigma and all that stuff. It was really good. And Dax, you know, is a 12-stepper and was saying that if anybody comes to him with, like, I'm depressed and I want to get on medication, blah, 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 that, you know, first I'm going to say, um, are you in service of another person? Are you exercising on a regular basis? And are you eating well? And I was like, well, God. I mean, if we could do all those three things, we would all be fine. But like, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> it is. And super, I mean, yeah, I'd be like, I went on a physical recently that I keep talking about as if it's this like harrowing experience. <laughs> and she asked me, I was like, yeah, my mood's been a little down. And she was just like, well, yeah, so is everyone. So I'm like, fair. And <laughs> I was like, you're right. And then she was just like, well, are you like taking care of yourself? Are you sleeping regularly? Are you eating well? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, no. no, like when you're in a state where you're not feeling well, you do things to self-medicate. And since I'm not smoking anymore, obviously I'm going to look towards things that activate my amygdala, which is what? Sugar and salt. And you're going to tell me I need to stop eating salt? We'll see. Oh, my God. I'd be dead. I'd be dead in a minute. Um, she also said this really cool thing um, about how long it takes people to go seek help for depression or anxiety. So she's like, Dax, you have a daughter. If she had a stomach problem that was bothering her you know, how long would it take before you really took her to the doctor? And he's like, well, you know, my kids are annoying. So probably two days, two and a half days before I called the doctor. And um, then he was, she was talking to Monica, like, how, how long for you? And she said, well, I have been depressed. And it took me like six months to really call somebody. And she said, what about you, Dax? And he told that story and then said, you know, take, he said, it would take me a while, a couple, maybe a year or two. She said, on average, it takes people 11 years to go and seek help. Seek oh, my God. And that that's how stigmatized mental illness, which is not even the right word, is in our country. That you would, you would never wait 11 years for a stomach ache. You know, you would never wait months and months and months of not feeling great to go get help. So yeah. it was a really cool, interesting look at it from, from a psychiatrist's point of view. And my, person, my bias is that psychiatrists are always wanting to give you drugs. And, hey, I'll take them. But, um, you know, it was just really good. So, yeah. Dax had a good week, too. I'm telling you, during this pandy, I have plenty of time to talk to people and listen to stuff. Well, it is thankfully changing. But, no, the prevailing concept in American society particularly is that anxiety, depression, mental illnesses are a moral failing and not a biological predisposition or imbalance. I don't even know why I don't like the word illness. You know what I mean? I know, because we just did have don't. that talk on our unaired initial pilot episode that we, oh. we talked about. Can't you remember taste. Well, that's how long is this memory loss going to last before I go get this fucking shit checked out? Because this brain, I mean, how much information can I hold? You can't yeah. pay attention to 14 hours of content a day and like retain most of it. Right? Well, and also this world does not <laughs> lend itself towards remembering things. There's no structure. There's no balance. Everything's in flux. Your brain is constantly firing because it's like, oh, this is like end of the world stuff. This is panic. This is anxiety. This is just like your brain's always firing. So true. Yeah. But I could do all of the Karate Kid or Steel Magnolias for you verbatim right now and not remember that we had this conversation less than six months ago. You know what? I can name all the presidents, I but okay. I should not have <laughs> Thanks, named Sam. all the presidents. Yeah, it sounds okay. I'm also here supporting you <laughs> and getting credit. <laughs> 
Wow, that was Nick learning and growing in real time. Gosh. Oh, that's right. I'm also here for you. Yeah, like it's like it's it's like it's not always about me. It's like the two largest faces on my screen are obviously yours, and I'm in this tiny corner. Where do I keep looking? The tiny corner where I am. Do you really? I never look at the tiny corner where. I am. Well, yeah, because I look really good, but I'm only an inch high. Oh my god. It's like I don't even know that you guys are there. I am just constantly looking at myself. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.